0: Welcome to Alternative Talk, where we focus on real life, everyday people who are positively affected by cannabis. We'll be speaking to patients, advocates, and professionals keeping you informed on the latest trends and advancements in the medical cannabis industry, bringing quality of living to life. Real stories from real people, spreading the real truth about cannabis. Now, here's the host of Alternative Talk,
1: Bear Savong. Hey guys, thank you for listening in. Today we got a great show for you. We got two of the awesome, most coolest dudes in the world. We have Jacob Plowden and Nelson Guerrero. How you guys doing? doing great. great, thanks so much for having us. Yes, right, absolutely, welcome, welcome. So how's the weather over there in New York for you guys?
2: It's good. It's good for the most part until we get uh, another just random act of God and just snow is just killing us all weekend. But it, we got a little sun and overcast, but it's 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 been relatively not too crazy.
1: Hey, hey all good. No worries. It's not uh, it's not that much colder over here in, in Chicago, and that you know it's the windy city. But uh, you know it's, it's yeah. It's... <laughs> yeah, it got Looks great beautiful all right night.
2: there. Yeah, I got the
1: Great Lakes right there, so I already know how it gets crazy over there. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So, hey, look, mm. you know, you guys are on the show. You know, we appreciate it. You know, the audience is, you know, definitely excited to to hear more about you guys. So, uh, you know, we have both of you guys on. So tell us a little bit more um, of, of who you guys are and, and, and you know, familiarize us with what you guys done to, to get to this point um, mm-hmm. where you're at. Right on.
3: Um, so my name is Nelson. I'm one of the co-founders along with Jake, currently the executive director of the Cannabis Cultural Association. Uh, got into the space back in uh, late 2015 when my grandfather's uh, cancer came back and uh, made the an initiative to start working towards getting more people that look like us involved in this. And at the same time, really creating a platform and opportunities to uh, spread this mm-hmm. message and give awareness yeah. to other communities about cannabis.
2: Mm-hmm. That's uh, yeah. my,
3: my good friend Jake. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah um so this, uh, we at the CCA, we basically got started. We we're a bunch of uh, young people of color trying to venture in a way and educate our communities and empower our communities into legal cannabis because uh, a lot of talk is being done about cannabis on a whole, but no one's really reaching out to the communities who have been most affected by the war on drugs and who still feel fearful that um, you know they could still be harmed even if being involved in legal cannabis.
1: Yes, yes, I do see that. I mean, I, I do look a lot younger than you guys, but I'm assuming you guys are a lot younger than me, right? So um, I see that you guys are reaching out to this young audience and and that's what we're trying to bring to, you know, Cannabis Radio and at and, and Alternative Vibes, too, because the younger generation mm-hmm. is what's going to keep us going, right? So, um, I mean, yeah. you guys are reaching out. I see that you guys were trying to – I saw, like, a YouTube type um, that you guys were trying to get, like, 30,000 petitions signed. Uh, and oh. I, I saw, like, you guys were around, like – were you guys at, like, the uh, uh, Grant Park or something? And you guys were trying to get all these yeah. signatures, right?
2: So, uh, yeah. Nelson t- so Nelson Nelson took the lead on uh, absolutely on that with, uh, we were trying to get 30,000 signatures for, um, at Washington Square Park for what was it again, Nellie? It was for uh, So we
3: were working on changing the, the current discrimination, uh, uh, sorry, uh, the possession codes here in New York City, because uh, right yeah. now you can have uh, up to a few grams uh, in, in private possession, but if it's open to the yes. public. So, so a lot of people thing New York is decriminalized, but it's, it's really not because if you're smoking in public, you can still be arrested. At the officer's discretion, Uh, our petition was to no longer give the officer the right to discretionally choose to who to arrest and to to arrest for public smoking. Uh, We were we were able to collect a good amount of signatures and submitted it. Uh, Unfortunately, our request wasn't uh, added to the the voter initiative for this cycle, but there's definitely hope for uh, in the future Mm -hmm. we can get that passed here in New York City.
1: Yeah. Hey, you know what? I have a I have a friend of mine, Creed Leffler, that has a petition that's out there that's being signed. You can find it on alternativevibes.com. We like to help you guys out with any any information or any movement as well. But I know that you know um, even though you guys didn't get all the signatures you guys want, but this is a step that we all need. This is a step that you know Mm -hmm. we all want, right? I mean, there's there's many many before us that has helped this movement. You know, for many many years. you know, mm-hmm. but this movement continues to to grow, um, and it becomes one, right? I mean, at the end of the day, it's just one plant mm-hmm. at, uh, yeah, you know, that we're trying to free, and um, you know, mm-hmm. with you guys reaching out to the young communities, I mean, I think it's a great thing. So please, you know, anytime I we can help out, you know, definitely, you know, let us know, and we'll do our best, um, you know, so. Uh, I mean I am I'm, I'm inspired by you guys because I mean first off I mean I, I was just listening to that's why I brought up that video that you guys had I mean for me just to even like you know you guys are from New York right so yeah just 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 I don't know if you can hear this but this track is hot you know and I have some friends in the industry um so it's like for me, I get that vibe from you guys. Really, like you guys are like hip hop. You know, you guys are young. You know, motivated yeah. entrepreneurs. So yeah. let me ask you this. I mean, what uh, what are you guys planning to do? I mean, moving forward. I mean, now that you know you guys had the petition, you guys been involved since two thousand five. I mean, what what kind of goals do you guys have for two thousand eighteen? Really expand that <laughs>
3: our network. You know, we got our five one c three status back in February, so. Uh, The the government and the country recognize us as an official nonprofit, really expand, uh, get into different cities, starting different chapters, uh, and really spreading our message to as many different people as humanly possible, both in English and in Spanish, and really getting our communities more involved with different initiatives in different cities.
2: Yeah, and yeah, we'll also be doing more um, speaking tours and basically engaging the community in more aspects of education and basically trying to like map out more ways in the industry. Uh, the the next big state that's set to legalize on the east coast is New Jersey, so we're hoping that there'll be a much more applicable way for us to apply, to us apply you know different ways to show people opening up businesses, venturing into ancillary, finding other ways and just saying like oh yeah, there's a there's a dispensary there. here. Like no, there's multiple ways into this, so we're hoping to definitely get more ground uh, ground uh, Ground uh, Zero and hands
1: on with uh, with the community next year. Nice, nice, nice. Uh, keep it moving, you know. Keep it moving. So um, let me, let me say is um, I mean it, it's so you you mentioned the words you know some words that you're using you know like you know younger generations you know minorities mm-hmm. um, you mm-hmm. know also you had mentioned before you got Nelson you got into you know the industry um, because you know you had a loved one that had uh, you know cancer right that wasn't feeling well. Mm-hmm. Um, I myself the same. I mean, when you grew up, you know, using it as recreationally, uh, it was different, you know. But as you get older and yeah. you learn about the importance of things around you and you see things a little bit different. I mean, is that what, um, you know, helped create this vision that you guys have now? I mean, I know that you guys are both co-founders um, of CCA. Is that how you guys um, usually pronounce it or say? Uh, yeah, you, yeah. You
2: know? uh, well, that's essentially that's why we... um we went with our name because cannabis Culture association, because many cultures use cannabis and with regard to like Nelson's story with his grandfather, um, cause Nelson is Ecuadorian American. I'm African American and are the two co-founders. Um, they're also POCs. just that we all found this divergent story of just, we've all our families see cannabis as this thing, whether stigmatic or not, but no one is having the conversation of talking about it, whether it can be a positive or negative thing for us in the future. So, with Nelson, with his grandfather, with me with my family, we all found a way, like, we have to speak up. We can't allow this to become some cyclical thing lost on, um, you know, intermittent, intermittent thought. So we, as a force, we saw this as, um, you know, it's not, it's, it's one thing to get involved in the industry. It's one thing to empower, educate our people in this industry while we're going into it as well.
3: Black and black communities are, were very much left out of, of the tech boom of the nineties.
2: The cannabis mm-hmm.
3: boom is, is, is the next big, big rush. And it's not fair that, you know, people that look like us are the ones mostly getting arrested for it, but make up the most smallest percentage of this mm-hmm. new legal industry. And, you know, creating this opportunity and platform, like Jake said, for our communities is really the, the, our main goal, and to really create change so these communities most affected by the war on drugs have an opportunity to benefit uh, of, in this new industry.
1: Mm-hmm. Right, right. So, so it seems like you guys are trying to not just really reach out for the minorities that are, are, you know, having legal issues with the use of cannabis, but also, you know, to help influence entrepreneurs, you know, from a, a group of minorities to be more involved. Is that I mean, close to to? I yeah. mean Am I close? Yeah, because
2: okay, I I I re- I, I initially got involved with uh, cannabis and drug policy through. It student sensible drug policy with my co, uh, my uh, chapter president when I was in college. And one of the things I noticed was that um, as much as we educate, there's a lot of um, extenuating factors that come with legalization, like people either having low, low, low-level cannabis charges and not being able to get into the industry, or people um, wanting to get into the industry but not knowing how to navigate the, um, the dangers of what comes with uh, not having a legal market set up yet. Because that's essentially what it is for New York people are stuck in either the gray market, ultimately the illicit market, not knowing how to uh, transition to what the legal market could possibly be.
1: Yeah, I I can sort of uh, sense, you know, uh, relate to that, right? Uh, Because... I mean, I, I have a company called Turn Vibes and, you know, the the reasons why, you know, I wanted to go this route was because I wanted to have safe access and for, you know, family members that I had that wouldn't consume cannabis. And, it, you know, for me, mm-hmm. it was like saying, hey, you know, we get a lot of feedbacks and negative feedbacks that, you know, because we have our products derived from industrial hemp. You know, we, we have a great source that provides, you know, great full spectrum CBD oil um, the, the, the one process that, you know, I would asked was to take off through, uh, the THC because I didn't want to have any legal matters, especially if someone had, you know, to take a drug test, uh, or someone that maybe have, you know, is worried, uh, that has children and has a family that's worried about child services. You know, those are things that you really just don't play with, you know, especially, um, mm-hmm. you know, being, like you said, like a minority, like, I mean, you know, I, have you know, gotten in trouble as a young, you know, uh, minor and, you know, I, I've been in involved in, you know, um, you know, right. with with the law, right? Where it's like you get in trouble. You know, mm-hmm. you're a kid. I mean, you know, but you get older, you yep. learn things. Um, and this is tough because mm-hmm. I grew up in 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 a city called Elgin, and it was predominantly minorities. I mean, I grew up, you know, mm-hmm. with a melting pot. I mean, we we didn't grow up with the fact yes. that you know we were involved with, you know, like uh, uh different ethnic groups um that are being separated. Yeah. You know, everyone hung out with each yeah. other. Everybody was cool. I mean the only thing that separate mm-hmm. each other of course as you know anywhere is just you know obviously the negatives and the positive of different social yes. uh you know um gatherings but other than that I mean mm-hmm. everyone is tough because like I've seen people been arrested and and I've heard stories where well you know now I was going to school to school and I got arrested because of cannabis and now like my credit mm-hmm. or my uh my background is all messed up or I'm in trouble and now I'm going to you know a uh, uh um community service when I should be getting like grants mm-hmm. and whatnot. You know, so mm-hmm. yeah. It's definitely definitely tough uh to to face. Yeah. Um but, you know, yeah. we're gonna go ahead and take a break real quick. You know, I appreciate uh you guys once again and those are listening in. We have with us today uh you know two of the greatest gentlemen that I've by far met. Uh <laughs> and then I'm soon hoping we get to shake each other's hands. Uh but let's go ahead and take a break and then when we return we'll talk a little bit more about you know how minorities um can be more involved uh, in the industry. So go ahead and, uh, you know, give us a second here and we'll be right back. Thank you.
0: More real stories from real people spreading the real truth about cannabis on Alternative Talk when we return. Bringing quality of living to life. Welcome back to Alternative Talk, only on CannabisRadio.com.
1: Okay, and we're back from the break, everybody. Thank you for listening. We have today with us Jake uh, Plowden and Nelson Guerrero. So, guys, uh, once again, thank you for uh, coming on the show. So, before the break, you know, we had, uh, uh, you know, just some some you know, conversations about, you know, how, uh, you know, minorities could be more involved and what you guys are pushing for, you know. Um, so tell us a little bit more. I mean, what are you guys actually doing, uh, uh, you know, besides, you know, New York? I heard you mention New Jersey. Um, and you guys are planning to, you know, s- pretty much spread your spider web of networking through, throughout the country and if not the world. Um, so tell us a little bit more about that movement. Uh,
2: Nelson, you want to give him the skinny on the case? I love when you. I love when you run it (laughs) (laughs) down.
3: Yeah. So uh, as part of you know, we're involved in a lot of different projects right now. Uh, The expansion to other states is definitely in the works. Uh, But Mm -hmm. one of our 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 biggest marquee projects that we're currently involved in is uh, the lawsuit against Jeff, uh, uh, the current uh, Attorney General Jeff Sessions, um, or the future uh, Attorney General. You know, things just keep changing Mm -hmm. up in Washington. Um, We're we're currently suing. We're one of five plaintiffs uh, suing that the. The prohibition of cannabis is unconstitutional uh, along with the veteran groups uh, minors who are considered uh, cannabis uh, Colorado refugees uh, working towards uh, changing this stigma uh, and uh, you can actually see our lawsuit uh, on our website uh, we're you know going through uh, our second phases of it and being out uh, of a government's request for a dismissal uh, we're very excited to uh, take this lawsuit to the next level and really create some very impactful change and and get this plant legalized.
1: Free the people, free the plant. That's the goal. Yeah, absolutely. And, and this, this lawsuit you're, you're speaking of, um, was it something that I saw with Marvin Washington, uh, yes. NFL player and he's one of yes. the individuals, Marvin,
2: Marvin Washington, uh, Alexis Bortel, Jaeger coat, um, and Jose Bellin. Um, so basically this is a coalition case with everyone having their own kind of, um, reasoning as to why they're putting, you know, an effort to why this, um, the classification of cannabis is just unconstitutional. Marvin, a uh, great guy is basically coming from it from an entrepreneurial aspect because he would like to, he would like to basically do, uh, do more research into it. But since cannabis is, uh, still uh, federally regulated, you can't get a business grant <laughs> to do any, do any, uh, cannabis research. Uh, Alexis Bortel essentially her family had the ABC was displaced when she couldn't access medical cannabis in Texas and they had to move to Colorado. And I think the similar story is for Jaeger coach family. So and then essentially Jose Bellin is a veteran who would like to access medical cannabis to the VA. The VA invi- the VA is not allowed to talk to vets about cannabis. So it's all these people basically from different walks of life understanding that the federal government stands in the way of what could be uh, instrumental, insurmountable change in the way cannabis is utilized on a federal level, but also in, uh, in uh, easing of federal uh, regulatory laws that restrict people from uh, using uh, military access for, you know, kids like Alexis Martel who can't go to the hospital she gets sick because her parents are both vets, or people like Jose Bell who wants to get, you know, who wants to uh, help veterans get medical cannabis and not use opioids their entire lives. So this case for us is just like the penultimate thing for us to really put our names on that, but also really show people the movement is pressing forward.
1: Yes, yes. So um, I I personally, I mean, I I hope this happens (laughs) because honestly, you know, we need it on a federal level because you see that what, 29 different states now and, you, you know, even by states, you know, it's not really doing much for some of the patients because even they got their cards mm-hmm. but how do they access the medication you know how do they access the, yeah. the the medicine how do they where do they go to there's no places to go there's no cultivations but then it's like you're giving you know patients or or you know uh, uh, you know communities disability only to not have the resources i mean you're saying hey i can get my medical card but where do i go get my meds um, I mean, is this something that's gonna? How long you think this is gonna be something that'll take? I mean, I don't, I don't really know much about, you know, the the lawsuit. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've heard about it, and you know, I'm the type yeah. of person that don't, I don't watch the news much, so I try to do my best to stay up to tune. Um, mm-hmm. But, but I mean, what's what's the next thing? I mean, what is it that people should expect out of this? So, so, the, right so the next.
3: sorry now, guy, Nelly, I'm sorry. So yeah. So the next thing to expect right now uh, is we'll be moving towards discovery, mm-hmm. where well, plaintiffs. Uh, as well as uh, we're hoping Mr. Sessions will be coming to New York and presenting our case to a federal judge. Um, that should be happening within the next few months. Uh, like I said we're, earlier, we're, we're, the CCA along with other plaintiffs, are fighting off uh, a motion to dismiss from the government. So uh, we're very excited the next few months to have some, some really great updates. Um, as far as you know, us winning and, and having this all in, implemented, uh, best-case scenario, we win this case within the next year. Uh, create some real market chaos and try to get the states in line and figure out the, the, the most ideal model to roll it out in each state. Because currently what's going on in, in both of our states, you know, Illinois and New York, it's not working. The medicine is too expensive, so patients don't have access. There's too few dispensaries, so we got patients traveling, enormous amounts of time, and then sometimes they're getting there and the medicine that they need isn't even available. So hopefully with, with this change, we'll, we'll create these opportunities for more people to get involved. Patients have more access. Get our get our
1: brothers and sisters out of jail. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I I I know of a cultivator. Um, you know, that is in Illinois and also in the East Coast, New York area. Uh, i no don't know if you guys ever heard of them. Pharma um uh, You know, I I try to even you know even for New York. I mean, I know people there. I have friends and family and, and people that I've met along the way through Facebook and social media. And you know, we I try to refer. You know. Uh, you know, parents and and patients to, you know, to get their medical card, because I don't want to see anybody get arrested. I want to see people to not just properly get their medicine, but also properly, you know, administer the medicine. I mean, some people, like my parents, they're not going to roll up a joint and smoke, right? I mean, they're going to, you know, take something like edibles, sales. Um, I was with a patient uh, from Illinois not too long ago. I, I volunteer here as a caregiver, um, I'm also licensed as a caregiver, um, but I do, you know, so I, when I'm around certain patients, you know, I ask all the time, like, do you smoke? You know, and, and 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 it's just always a funny question for me, right? A lot of people might get offended, even like Facebook. You know, I'm the type of person that just sometimes a little too spontaneous, or spontaneous for people, um, but I, I don't mean any intentions by it. But when I do ask, um, I always get different responses, you know, because you always think like, oh, you know, every state is now adult news or every state now is med- uh, a medical state, for example. Right. And people think right away, it's like, oh, man, people are just going to rush over there and just simply go and just get high, you know, uh, like in Vegas. I mean, it, it wasn't you know, I wasn't where like, I mean, there's a lot of people that was, you know, going to dispensary. I think that was because it's new. Uh, I think that people are, you know, just like has that excitement, like turning 21, people want to go to where, right? To the bars or they want to, you know, uh, 18, they want to buy what? Cigarettes, right? I mean, not saying that's in most cases, but in some cases, but in this here, I feel like you know because laws are changing you know through different states it's allowing people to really be more open and once when people experience that then they'll be able to share their experiences with their loved ones like their friends and family like saying hey you know i went to try it but truthfully it was more than just fun for me it was actually something that was able to help me right and that's hopefully something that i hope to see more and more of in the future i mean you guys are doing so many great things and and you know, I see that, you know, you guys are involved in, in some of these movements, which I was never familiar with before. And it, I hope that we can help each other bring more young, uh, a younger influence, you know, to be more involved, uh, you know, not just in this industry alone, but also with, you know, anything to help, you know, the community as well. Because at the end of the day is, you know, if we're not the generation to do it, then when is the next one, right? So, um, but, you know, we're going to go and take a break. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, but we're going to take a quick break real quick. I do apologize for uh, cutting you off there, but we're going to take a quick break break, and then we're going to come back. um, You know, we're going to have a few minutes and then I'm going to give you guys the floor to uh, really close it out. Um, But let's take a break and we'll be back. We'll be right back. Thank you.
0: More real stories from real people spreading the real truth about cannabis on Alternative Talk when we return. in as little as four weeks, bringing CO2 extraction to the masses. Learn more at apekssupercritical.com. Four-week build excludes high production systems. Work. cannabisradio.com bringing quality of living to life welcome
1: back to alternative
0: talk only on cannabisradio.com
1: all right and we're back from the break so once again guys you know thank you for being on the show with us today and uh you know giving the audience you know um a little bit more of insights of what you guys do and what you guys are about um, you know, this is our last segment, so I want to be able to give this opportunity to you guys. You know, is there any shout outs you guys like to give, any uh websites or any information that we can go and find out more?
3: Oh, 100%. You can uh, check out the Cannabis Cultural Association at org. Uh, all major social media handle handle org. Huge shout out to a, to a couple people, uh Hillary PC. They are pro bono mm-hmm. legal counsel who have made all this possible, uh, mm-hmm. as well as law officer, Joseph A. Bondi, our amazing president, uh, board president, Amanda Reyes, our PR director and media communications. Jake, who's that Who's that guy? What? Leland Radovanovich.
2: <laughs> Leland Radovanovich, man. I love that dude. Um,
3: <laughs> And, and uh, you know, and also the rest of the, the our great team members who have who made all this possible. Yeah, you know, we we have a great volunteer base in community that's really uh, supporting us
2: and uh, mm-hmm. are, are
3: watching us grow Yeah,
2: yeah, we have uh, honestly between like between SSDP, Women Grow, um, a few other national groups, Supernova, the Hood Incubator. There aren't that many people talking about uh, you know equity and uh, minorities within the state that we are, but we're happy that we're some people are having the competition now and it's growing so much. So, so you have to big up a lot of these groups, supernova, it, uh, minority, minority, uh, uh, candidates, uh, Minnesota association. I'm, I'm fucking up right now. Um, but I'm, it's honestly, our network keeps growing and we cannot have, we cannot like do this without their support and their continuous, like, you know, love.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. I definitely understand the, the love and support that's much needed because, you know, this is something that, you know, it, it might not be as physical, but, you know, it's definitely uh, a lot of work, you know, um, takes a lot of toe on you, you know, emotionally. You know, it's a roller coaster ride. Mm-hmm. Um, at least that's how I, mm-hmm. I feel sometimes because, you know, you're helping so many and then, you know, it, it's you, you know, someone's lives that is is. is you know, within your reach, you know, and you're trying to do the best mm-hmm. you can to help change that, whether it's someone that needs their meds or someone that's, you know, uh, trying to help someone from going to jail, right? Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, I, I believe that, you know, you guys are answering some great things. Um, I mean, what are some things that, I mean, we have a few minutes left I mean, w- before the show ends. I mean, what is something that you guys want people to really hear, you know, straight up the truth, you know, from the heart? Uh,
2: no, you can go first. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, so, so like
3: I mentioned earlier, the reason I got involved in this is my grandfather's prostate cancer came back. Um, literally within a couple of months, lost like 20, 30 pounds. Was fading away, very typical of most cancer patients. Uh, I had a heart-to-heart with him, with my grandmother, in Spanish, because, you know, they're from Ecuador, uh, and made them realize, like, look, this is a plan. I know you guys think this is El Camalo, El Diablo, all these other things, that, you know, that the media puts on the spin on when it comes to cannabis. But I was able to have that in-depth conversation with him and get him to agree to try cannabis tinctures not, to, not as a way to consume flour. And literally within 72 hours, he had his appetite back. Uh, thank God, you know, two years later, just celebrated 50 years with my grandmother. He's, you know, he's a little chubby now, but, you know, he's doing <laughs> what he needs to be. He, he's the way he needs to be right now for an 80-year-old who's been battling prostate cancer for the last 16 years. I know it's a hard conversation to have with your grandparents or your parents when it comes to this, but when you see your, your loved one just starting to fade, uh, this, this plan can give them that opportunity to give them that really second chance, or at the very least, give them a the quality of life that they deserve. And, and I know it's one of those awkward things, and most you know most media outlets, your church, doesn't isn't going to favor this decision, or most doctors, uh, doctors don't have it, but you just need yeah. to have that conversation.
2: yeah. And essentially, another, to follow up Nelly's point is just that um, you have to you have to trust in your own instincts and trust in your own knowledge and keep educating yourself because um, the government spent a lot of time lying to people. You're going to do a, spend a lot of time doing research and educating them. Re, I'm sorry, re-educating them because <laughs> this this planet has been, been on this planet for thousands, if not millions of years. The government spent 80 years, you know, of propagandic bullshit, and now people just assume, you know, of the old old world things of, like, if you smoke, you're going to become a drug addict. If you smoke, you're going to be, you know, all these other, you know, negative stereotypes. But from what we can see, what we see on the horizon, you know, there's more to this plant than what you see on the surface. And we at TCA believe that, you know, you're not going to lock people of color up and then lock us out of this industry.
1: That's deep. Because I'm not gonna lie, man. I, I hate to I hate to say it like this, man. Um, I have a lot of peers out there, and um, sometimes I feel like that, man. And and I, I don't, I don't want to, because we came. You know, mm-hmm. I'm a first generation of 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 immigrants from my family. Um, we went through some mad hardship, man. And um, I mm-hmm. worked hard just like everybody else, if not harder. I made mistakes, man. I used to party my ass off, you know. I, I made a lot of mistakes mm-hmm. because of alcohol, you know, partying, drinking, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but um. Uh, it's, it's, it's really tough because no matter how tough you try or how much you put into effort, you put into something, sometimes there's always a thought like, what happens if, I don't know, if I wasn't a minority, right? And I don't want to say color because I don't like to say those things, you know, but, um, but if, if, what if I wasn't a minority, you know, um, would things be different for me? But then I've also seen where minorities have certain grants and programs to help out, you know? So, so it was like I'm trying to be like in the middle, but at the end of the day, it's like we want everybody to win together because we're living on this mm-hmm. world together, you know. So, um, I mean, there's so much to say. And at the end of the day, it's, yeah. man, you guys got to keep doing this because it's going to help so many, whether they know it or not. You know, and I wish we had more no time. time. You know, unfortunately, we're coming to an <laughs> end. <laughs> So, oh, wow. but, um, <laughs> we're going to put some information up for you guys as well. So, you know, obviously the show, uh, we'll have, um, at alternativevibes.com as well. You know, if you guys please let me know if we can help out any kind of way, you know, to help spread the words of wisdom and also the love that, uh, Minnie's many is going to need by the support, um, that you guys are showing, um, you know, so, but other than that, man, I, I appreciate it. I mean, I, I don't have anything else to say except for thank you. So, no, thank uh, final you, words, thank you guys. You. Thank you, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. So, all right. Well, it, it, in any case, like I said, let's let's you know let's let's do something. Let's let's make a movement. Um, you know, uh, different than 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 what you guys said has been going on for the last 80 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's help change okay. that. And I think that um, you know we got each other's support and so many that are listening in that I'm sure that's willing to help out with whatever we can. Uh, you know, um, bring to the table. So. Uh, there you guys have it folks okay. for more information you know reach reach out check us out at com. also you know the uh, website that was mentioned what is the website for you guys again
2: canacultural.org
1: All right there you guys have it you know please check them out show some love support guys once again thank you we appreciate it so hopefully let's do another show All
2: right man
1: take it easy <laughs> All right take it easy